0: You're listening to LNG Academy, brought to you by Marco Turla for Commodity Talks. This is the show for newcomers, enthusiasts, and professionals who want to discover the exciting world of liquefied natural gas. On the show today, Who Am I? what is this podcast all about, and an introduction to liquefied natural gas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to LNG Academy. I'm your host, Marco Turla, and I'm so excited to start this first episode of LNG Academy and Commodity Talk. I'm an undergraduate student, and I'm currently interning at a supply and trading company, the same company that introduced me to the world of commodity markets. Immediately, I was intrigued by the potential and dynamism of the industry, and I decided to learn more. I used readings, online videos and classes to gain as much exposure as possible. In all this, I discovered how LNG is rapidly playing a bigger role in the energy mix, and liquefied natural gas trade increased from 100 million tons in 2000 to nearly 300 million tons in 2017. Without doubt, Natural gas is projected to be the fastest growing fossil fuel in the coming decades. This brought me to the decision of creating LNG Academy. Podcasts are already part of my daily routine and I decided to bring my own to you to talk about LNG, my experience, share my knowledge and increase awareness within students, professionals and people interested in learning more. LNG Academy is part of Commodity Talks, a platform that I will use to share podcasts with news, insights and market knowledge. Not only, I decided to create Commodity Talks to bring my own perspective and interest in commodity trading to you, but I believe people who work in commodity trading have a mission. With the public's perception about trading is profit-making and speculation, commodity trading is more. Commodity trading is about bringing goods that are used on a daily basis where there is a demand in an efficient and commercially viable way. The goal of LNG Academy and Commodity Talks is to spread awareness about the key role played by trading companies in our daily life, whether they are moving gas for heating, oil for transportation or grains to feed the world. LNG Academy will start with an introduction to LNG to move on to more specific topics such as current and projected infrastructure, shipping and incoterms, and global markets. Over the course of the podcast, guests will join us and we will learn more about leaving the LNG industry as a player in the market. Now, before jumping into the episode, where we will look at the history of LNG and its peculiarities, it is worth clarifying what is LNG. Understanding the science behind LNG allow us to catch how this commodity is said to play a key role in the energy mix. And now, attention to this little important bit. When natural gas is cooled to a temperature of minus 160 degrees Celsius, it condenses to a liquid that is called liquefied natural gas, or simply LNG. And here the magic happens, the cooling process shrinks the volume of the gas 600 times. The amount of gas you could fit on a beach ball can fit in a ping-pong ball in its liquefied state. This means that once gas has been liquefied, very large quantities of LNG can be stored and transported in LNG tanker ships, the same ships that are currently disrupting the energy sector. Let's now consider LNG from an historical perspective. Even though a recent boom in natural gas production allowed the further development of a global energy market and infrastructure, liquefaction of natural gas goes back to 1820, when the British scientist Michael Faraday first experimented and successfully chilled natural gas into a condensed and liquefied form. This first breakthrough was followed by the construction in West Virginia of the world's first LNG plant in 1912. However, it was January 25, 1959 when the MV Methane Pioneer left Lake Charles, Louisiana with the world's first ocean cargo of LNG and sailed to the UK where the LNG was delivered. This demonstrated for the first time that LNG could be safely transported across the ocean. Between 1959 In 1969, the foundations for the LNG industry were set. The world's first commercial LNG production and export facility was built in Algeria, where exports began in 1964. In 1968, the Miffin Pioneer, the same vessels that brought LNG to the UK, became the first LNG ship to import cargoes into the US, where its cargo was offloaded at the Boston Harbour. Finally, exports from Alaska to Japan began in 1969, heralding the beginning of a successful trade relationship that helped it to grow the Asian natural gas market into what is today the largest demand center in the world. Today, Asia, led by the Japanese market, is the most frequent destination for international LNG shipments, and demand it's expected to continue to grow in the years ahead. Having considered the historical development of LNG, I believe it is worth highlighting why LNG is such a provocative alternative to the traditional energy order. Gas has been made over millions of years of transformation of organic materials such as plankton and algae. On a daily basis, oil and gas companies explore for and produce natural gas, which, in turn, is used for a multitude of purposes ranging from industrial uses, such as power generation and manufacturing, to residential uses, such as cooking and heating. Gas, however, needs pipelines to reach businesses and individuals, and this make a challenge as pipelines installed across countries require significant capital investment and geopolitical harmony between the countries involved in the project. An example is the recent dispute between Russia, Germany and US over the pipeline Nord Stream 2, which is planned to bring Russian gas to Germany. The project is scheduled for completion in early 2020. is 80% completed with a 10 billion pound investment. However, in mid-December, the United States Slapped sanctions on the project, and the Swiss contractor OSIS pulled out of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline project its specially designed ships. These ships are essential as they are used in laying the tubes down the Baltic Sea. Now, even though the Russian ship Academic Sersky will come into play and lay the pipes over the remaining 99 miles, the project left a geopolitical disorder. Germany criticized the United States, claiming that the U.S. sanctions are a serious interference in internal affairs. Washington, on the other hand, argues that the project led by the Gazprom Group increases Russia's economic and security influence in Europe to a dangerous level. In all this, Ukraine came in and warned Germany and France on the risks behind dependence on Russia. For almost a century, natural gas has been transported safely, reliably, and in an economic way via pipeline. However, the past decades demonstrated that significant quantities of gas reserves are not so conveniently located, and when they are, geopolitical issues can interfere in the ability to build interstate connections. However, pipelines are not the only alternative anymore. There are now 538 LNG vessels that can bring many remote gas fields to the same gas markets that are unreachable by pipeline. Thanks to the flexibility provided by these 538 vessels across the world, attention has shifted to more large and isolated gas reservoirs that were previously considered to remote too difficult from a technical perspective and too costly to develop. Now I have a list of 5 key characteristics which I consider unique when I evaluate LNG and its role in the global energy mix. The first is global connectivity. The cost of transport and storage of LNG are smaller than those of natural gas due to the high volumes contained in LNG carriers. Markets, historically regional and constrained to pipeline systems, opened up to global trade of gas, increased competition and advancement. Very large quantities of natural gas that are extracted from fields in Nigeria, Algeria, Norway, Qatar, Russia and United States can now be transported to market in a safe, reliable and inexpensive way. In all this, what I consider Unique is that thanks to this global connectivity, there is a diversification of gas supplies. It's not anymore a one way from Russia to Europe, but there's gas coming to Europe from all across the world. There's an interesting uh, article from Reuters that reads, because of the big challenge from liquefied natural gas, there was a lot of renegotiation of pipeline contracts. And Reuters estimates that in 2018, Russian pipeline exports directed to Europe were 8 billion cheaper than they would have been with conditional indexations. LNG is providing an alternative to the traditional gas order. Getting to know LNG means understanding a commodity that can drive political and economic discussion over the next decade. The second characteristic is that LNG is versatile. LNG can be used by industrial, commercial and residential end users. It can be used for power generation and manufacturing of products such as fertilizers, plastics, medicines and by us, normal people, for eating and cooking in our daily lives. The third characteristic is that LNG is green. Natural gas contains 95% methane. This means that compared to coal, it emits half as much carbon dioxide when burned. Utility companies are aware of this and are now switching from coal power generation to gas-fired power generation. LNG is playing a key role in this energy transition. Regulators and governments are now imposing restrictions on coal usage by leveraging the high conversion efficiency and low greenhouse gas emissions in gas power generation. Fourth characteristic, LNG is safe. LNG is odorless, colorless, non-corrosive and non-toxic. Should a leak possibly occur, LNG simply evaporates and is ratified in the atmosphere. Thus LNG is a much less harmful and dangerous fuel when compared to petroleum or other solid fuels. The final characteristic is that LNG is abundant. Only in the United States there are 2,300 trillion cubic feet of technically recoverable natural gas. It is not hard now to connect the dots. We have a commodity that is abundant, a commodity that is safe and can reach every city, every end user in the world. Now we can easily understand how energy is set to play a key role in the energy mix for the coming decades. We've now reached the end of this first episode of LNG Academy. Stay tuned as in the next episode we will start looking at the LNG infrastructure. This episode of LNG Academy was written, edited, and produced by Marco Turla. I hope you enjoyed this episode and invite you to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.